Podcast. Today's episode is sponsored by NerdWallet's Smart Money Podcast. Ready to expand your financial game? NerdWallet can coach you on smart strategies like choosing investments, finding your next credit card, and setting a budget that works for you. Score major points towards your summer vacation by learning expert tips for choosing a high-yield savings account and how to build wealth by investing in index funds. Slide into summer with smarter decisions in 2024. Follow NerdWallet's Smart Money Podcast on your favorite podcast app. Future you will thank you. TuneIn is the audio platform with something for everyone. News. In order to secure convictions in a court of law, it is essential that we conclusively. Sports. That clock at four. Donchich. The step back three. You bet. Music. You set my world on fire. Even podcasts. Whatever you love, hear it right here on TuneIn. Go to tunein.com or download the TuneIn app to start listening. The information and opinions you hear on the Lifestyles Unlimited Real Estate Investor Radio Show are those of the hosts, guests, and callers and do not necessarily reflect the opinions of this station, its affiliates, its management, or advertisers. The Lifestyles Unlimited Real Estate Investor Radio Show is for entertainment purposes only. Please consult a professional regarding your personal investment needs. Nothing presented on the Lifestyles Unlimited Real Estate Investor Radio Show constitutes an endorsement recommendation, offer, or solicitation to buy or sell any product or security. And now, Lifestyles Unlimited presents... The Real Estate Investor Radio Show. Over the next hour, we unfold your map to financial freedom. You'll learn how to retire through investing in single-family and multifamily real estate. You'll learn how to create cash flow and build wealth so you can have the time and money to live the lifestyle you want. Welcome to the Lifestyles Unlimited Real Estate Investor Radio Show. I'm Mike Harrison, and as always, we're working on your financial freedom. If you would like to send me an email, please do so. I'm here to help. My email address is askmike at luinc.com, askmike at luinc.com. When the student is ready to hear the message, they will hear the message. When the student is ready to hear the message, they will hear the message. I finally heard the message in 2010 and purchased my first rental property. I'd been recently burned by 2008 to 2010. Anybody remember that? It was actually the second time I had lost a large portion of my net worth in the stock market. Now, of course, my friends, my family, my coworkers, when we discussed this recent market crash, all of them told me, they said, Harrison, you haven't lost a dime. And I thought that was really interesting because I'm looking at my quarterly 401k statements and my IR statements. I had both a 401k and an IRA. The statement showed it in black and white, simple math. I was down. My retirement savings, quote unquote, retirement savings was down 30 to 40% right there. Tens of thousands of dollars. My net worth was different. It had declined. Yet everyone told me, well, you're young. You haven't lost anything. I wasn't that young. I wasn't in my 20s anymore. I was middle-aged. My first thought was, well, what the heck does age have to do with the balance of my retirement fund? And then they'd also say, here's a gem. You ready for this one? It's only a loss if you sell. Don't sell. Hmm. It's only a loss if you sell. Here's another one. They would go, oh, those are just paper losses. Give it time. That's a good one, huh? So I'm watching the college 
World Series game yesterday, thinking about this show, and it, it, it came to me. It hit me. I'm thinking, okay, if we're playing baseball and the other team scores two runs in the first inning, my team continues to play. By the eighth inning, we score two runs. We tie the game. Do we now pretend the other team never scored those two runs? Do we now pretend that we were not down by two runs? We're still in the game. What if we end up losing three to two? Do we still pretend the other team did not score those two runs? Just because at some point we tied it up, we came back, we evened it, we evened the score? No. Being down two points made all the difference in the world. We lost because of that. So why is it okay when the stock market goes down, also known as corrects, and I'm using my quote fingers here, corrects, I hate that word, corrects has a connotation that something was wrong to begin with. If I correct my child for poor behavior, that was wrong, here is proper behavior, that's a correction Why do we use that same term in the stock market? Oh, it corrected. Did it? What was wrong with it? Do we really kid ourselves into believing that we never lost any money? Yes, we do. Society, we have told ourselves, you didn't really lose. It's a paper loss. Stick with it. It'll come back. No, you lost money. That was always a thorn in my side. I never understood that concept that I didn't lose because I was a certain age. Now that the stock market slump has slumped and it's correcting, what do we tell 75 to 90-year-olds that are living on fixed incomes? They have their retirement funds. They have a portion of those in the stock market. Why? Because some financial advisor, who, by the way, is not a millionaire either, told them, oh, you need to keep a certain percentage of your nest egg in the market. Do we just say, sorry, old-timer? It's only a loss if you sell. The stock market will come back. Give it time. No. If you're 75 to 90 years old, you are in the ninth inning of the game. You cannot afford to give up another run. You can't. It's the ninth inning. Well, it's just a paper loss. Tell that to somebody that's trying to pull out a certain percentage and live their life at a certain level. Just enough to get by. There's a better way, friends. There's a much better way. What if you can put your wealth, your blood, your sweat, your tears into an investment vehicle that is recession-proof when performed correctly? What if you can do that? You weren't at the mercy of Washington, D.C. You weren't at the mercy of Wall Street. You weren't at the mercy of these outside forces. You controlled your assets. You controlled your investments. You controlled your cash flow. You controlled your return. When the student is ready to hear the message... They will hear the message. Now more intel to build a better lifestyle from Dell Wamsley. I went and bought another deal, which was the guy who had sold me the 11 houses plus the first house. I bought uh, two apartment complexes from him. One of them was a 16-unit apartment complex. The other one was an eight-unit apartment complex. And I bought those together in one company with another partner. And so I own 24 units there with those. I hope you see how this is going on, man. I hope you see the next thing we bought was a 40-unit apartment complex. And some of the same people were in the other deals all got into this deal. And so we now own a 40-unit apartment complex. And at this point, I'm managing a lot of real estate. And my retirement was starting to look almost like a job again. And so at that point, I decided I was going to start divesting myself of the small partnerships and start buying large apartment complexes where 
I don't have to work in the business anymore. So I sold off some of my stuff, bought myself a 64 unit apartment complex all by myself. Then I bought myself a 68 unit apartment complex all by myself. Then I bought myself an 88 unit apartment complex all by myself. And with those three, I was making about $15,000 a month cash flow each, about 45,000 a month. I was at the point in my life where there was no return. At this point, I knew I was only gonna get larger. My name is Mike Harrison. You're listening to the Lifestyles Unlimited Real Estate Investor Radio Show. Lifestyles Unlimited's Real Estate Investor Radio Show continues in moments. Today's episode is sponsored by NerdWallet's Smart Money Podcast. Get your head in the financial game with smart investing and budgeting tips straight from the nerds. NerdWallet's experts will set future you up for success with dependable fact-based insights. No financial misinformation allowed. Learn how to save on your summer vacation. Find your next credit card or loan for a big purchase and invest in your next index fund. Make smarter decisions in 2024. Follow NerdWallet's Smart Money Podcast on your favorite podcast app. TuneIn is the audio platform with something for everyone. News. In order to secure convictions in a court of law, it is essential that we conclusively. Sports. The clock at four. Donchich. The step back three. You bet. Music. You set my world on fire. And even podcasts. Whatever you love, hear it right here on TuneIn. Go to TuneIn.com or download the TuneIn app to start listening. We really need new phones. T-Mobile will cover the cost of four amazing new iPhone 15s, and each line is only $25 a month. New iPhone 15s? It's better over here. Only at T-Mobile get four iPhone 15s on us and four lines for $25 per line per month with eligible trade-in when you switch. Minimum of four lines for $25 per line per month without a pay discount using debit or bank account. $5 more per line without auto pay plus taxes and fees. Phone fee at 24 monthly bill credits for all well qualified customers. Contact us before canceling account to continue bill credits or credit stop and balance on required finance agreement due. $35 per line connection charge applies. Ctmobile.com. Back to your map to financial freedom. You're hearing Lifestyles Unlimited's Real Estate Investor Radio Show. Welcome back to the show. I'm Mike Harrison. If you'd like to send me an email with a question about real estate investing, Lifestyles Unlimited, how to get started, anything at all, please reach out. My email address is askmike at luinc.com. If you miss any parts of this show or if you were just now tuning in, you can find us on your favorite podcast app right there on your smartphone. Just type in Lifestyles Unlimited Real Estate Investor Radio Show, subscribe. The show will automatically upload and you can catch this show as well as shows from the other host in your free time. YouTube, great resource, ton of information there, not just the show, a lot of educational information, a lot of case studies, a lot of site walks, just a ton of real estate investing information. You can find us on the Lifestyles Unlimited channel on YouTube. And as always, you can go to the website, lifestylesunlimited.com, click on the radio button. My gosh, there may be 15, 20 years of shows there. And the cool thing is you can search by subject, go all the way down. There's a little search bar and whatever you're looking for, type in that subject and pull up a ton of content for you to catch up on. Let's discuss the recession that we're in for a moment. And we are in recession. They can't really announce it, 
because GDP, the technical definition is GDP needs to be down for two quarters in a row for a quote-unquote recession. And keep in mind that economics is hindsight. You look over your shoulder and you say, okay, here's, here's what happened. So here is the phase that we're in. But recessions are natural. They're just one phase of the economic cycle. Those four phases, expansion, slowdown, recession, recovery. The only silver lining on the recession is that the recovery follows. When's the recovery? Well, that's the multi-million dollar question. But if recessions did not occur, there'd be no risk. And if there was no risk, the stock market would become very, very expensive. And when the stock market becomes very expensive, it becomes unsustainable. And when it's unsustainable, it will crash. How's that for a circle of life? That's a theory by an economist. His name is Hyman Minsky, M-I-N-S-K-Y. You may want to look it up. But 50 years ago, he wrote this theory that basically there has to be a recession because that's what the risk is. If there's no risk, there's no chance of losing. The market would become way, way expensive. Hyman Minsky actually wrote how the lack of a recession plants the seeds for the next recession. Think about that. Makes total sense. But you can look him up. Hyman Minsky, read about his economic theories. I like that kind of stuff. Maybe you do too. But when you understand his theory, you'll understand that it's not if, it's when will the market crash. Markets always crash. It's been a while. It's been a long run, but it always happens. Will this recession be long and grueling like 2008 through 2010? I, I can't answer that question. I don't know anybody that can really answer that question. Here's my advice. Don't become cynical. Stay optimistic. The opportunity to come out of a recession, personally and financially stronger, will be there. Real estate investors always come out stronger on the backside, provided they have positioned their assets conservatively. Now, I do have a theory I'd like to bounce off of you and... If any of you have a different perspective or thoughts on this, please send me an email. Again, my email address is askmike at luinc.com. I always welcome a view that maybe I have not considered. I truly believe that we should have gone into a recession in 2020. There is no natural reason why we did not go into a recession. Think about it. Businesses were closed, shuttered. People were told to stay at home. Lockdowns. Many of those businesses closed. They went out of business. People went bankrupt. Companies went bankrupt. Consumer confidence, way down, way down. They still won't release the suicide numbers from 2020. And there's only one reason why, because they're probably horrific. People were in a bad place in 2020. People couldn't work. Their whole lives have been tossed inside out. People were afraid. Eviction moratoriums. I mean, there's real estate owners in some of these blue states with these eviction moratoriums where their entire living was based on cash flow from just a couple of assets. And in both of those assets or all three of those assets, people stopped paying the rent. Yet the bank still wanted their mortgage. Those people were wiped out. 
over 20% unemployment, lockdowns. Cost of a barrel of oil went negative at one point. Think about that. The Great Resignation began in the latter half of 2020. There's no natural reason why we did not go into a recession in 2020. So why did we not go into a recession? Well, basically, we bought our way out of the recession. The government printed money, handed it out. We bought our way out of the recession. Unnatural. 100% unnatural. In 2020, the S&P rose 16.3%. NASDAQ. It was the best year for NASDAQ since 2009. 43.6% gain. Does any of that make sense to you? It doesn't make sense to me at all. But back to Hyman Minsky and his thoughts and theories on risk within the stock market. If stocks grew in value in 2020 and the NASDAQ was up 40%, you're telling me people are at home, businesses are closing, there's lockdowns, people are afraid, consumer confidence is down, and there's no risk in that economy? Friends, the government bought our way out. Now, we can argue whether that's good or bad. I, I'm not even going to comment on that side. I'm just I'm looking at where we are today and where we were two years ago. And I start reading Hyman Minsky, and I remember what he said. The lack of a recession actually plants the seeds for the next recession. Based on that, you had to know a recession was coming. So ask the same question that I asked in the first segment. What if you could put your wealth blood, sweat, tears into an investment vehicle that is recession-proof when performed correctly. When the student is ready to hear the message, they will hear the message. I'm Mike Harrison. Now, from the files of Del Wamsley. Now there's really no limitation to whatever you want to have in your life. Why? We can borrow all the money to buy an apartment complex. We can borrow the mortgage then we need a down payment. We can raise capital with partners to get the down payment money. And so money's no longer a limitation. Since the loans don't go on our credit reports, there's it doesn't affect our credit score. There's no credit problems. We get non-recourse loans. So there's no limitation on how much we can borrow. It's not like a house where they say, well, you can only have so much debt and then you mess up your debt-to-income ratio. No, it doesn't even touch our debt-to-income ratio. So we can do as much as we want. We only have so much time, but that doesn't matter. We just hire more people. The more business we do, the more people we hire, the more money uh, we make. And so we have unlimited potential earnings that way. If your day sounds like... We need the report ASAP. You deserve Medella. If you've persevered through... You deserve this rich golden lager with a crisp but refreshing taste. Or if you overcame... Two more reps, two more. You deserve this ice-cold reward. Medella, the mark of a fighter. Drink responsibly. Beer imported by Crown Port, Chicago, Illinois. It's one thing falling in love with a house, and quite another navigating the world of negotiating, mortgage lenders, and finding the budget that works best for you. Guidance from an agent who's a Realtor can make all the difference, because that's who we are. Realtors are members of the National Association of Realtors.
Listening to Lifestyles Unlimited Real Estate Investor Radio Show will change your life. Now, here's your host. Welcome back to the Lifestyles Unlimited Real Estate Investor Radio Show. I'm Mike Harrison, and as always, we're working on your financial freedom. If you'd like to learn more about Lifestyles Unlimited, how we make money five ways on a single-family property, six ways on a multi-family property, how we make money during the good times and during the bad times, both sides, recession-proof, like I said, when done correctly, I invite you to attend our free workshop. That's lifestylesunlimitedworkshop.com, lifestylesunlimitedworkshop.com. You can sign up there. And it's interactive. You're not watching a video. Here, here's what we do. No, if you have questions, ask a question. Watch it. Sit in with your spouse, your best friend, a coworker, a neighbor, anybody. If you're interested, I encourage you to check it out. Now, if you'd like to join Lifestyles Unlimited, we're running a promo right now. You can join two years of financial freedom. Our financial freedom program typically retails for $740. It's only $297 if you use this promo code S-A-V-E-B-I-G, all capital letters, save big, and that's at GiveMeTotalFreedom.com. That will get you essentially the opportunity to attend our two-day, 16-hour financial freedom seminar where you can learn to invest in real estate. That's where I learned to invest in real estate from Dale Walmsley himself. Now for the fun part of the show, I want to compare and contrast two different relationships. Dale Walmsley will talk about risk in the stock market versus real estate, and he describes it as the stock market is a bullet. And real estate's a train. And what he means by that is if you're investing in the stock market, you could literally wake up and that market is headed down that morning. You could be at work and at one o'clock someone says, hey, Joey, have you seen what's going on in the stock market? There's a massive sell-off and it's a bullet. You can't get out of the way. Boom, the gun has fired. You're hit. You can't get out of the way. When the market goes, it goes instantly, rapidly, immediately, all day long. And if you're a mutual fund investor and you log in to sell your mutual funds, guess what? That deal is settled at the end of the day. So you have to watch that 400, 500 point drop, 1,000 point drop, and then the deal is executed. You can't get out of the way. Stock market's a bullet. Now, real estate investor, you're standing on the train tracks and somebody comes along and they say, hey, there's a train coming, and that may be a metaphor for a change in real estate, maybe a downturn in real estate. Hey, there's a train coming. Yeah, when's it, when's it going to be here? Oh, a few days from now, a few hours from now. Well, you can see the train a long distance away. You have time to react, and you just step off the tracks. So real estate investors, we can make changes. We can make decisions. We can adjust and prepare for this oncoming recession train. So we have the ability to adapt. You just don't as a, as a stock market investor. And that's how Dell describes it. But I'm going to take a little liberty here for the remainder of the show, and I'm going to compare the two as a relationship, a metaphorical relationship. So as you hear this, imagine this is you in the relationship with the other individual. So you're a young man, young woman, just now getting on your feet. Maybe you just got out of college or got your first real job, decent job, okay salary, and you start dating stock market. And at first it's fun. It's exciting, new, fresh, right? Every new relationship has that edge to it. 
The crazy thing is everyone loves stock market. Everybody. Your family's happy for you. I mean, stock market's family goes back hundreds of years. Everyone tells you stock market is the future. Stock market is the key to happiness, the key to prosperity. You just need to spend 40 years with stock market. 40 years. But that's okay. You're young. And of course, everyone's so happy for you. This is exciting. But as you get into the relationship, you realize, wow, stock market's really needy. Stock market wants 20% of your income every month. No questions asked. And those months when you can't put in the 20%, everyone says, well, you're not holding up your part of the relationship. If you want stock market to be kind to you, you really need to, to do that 20%. If you have any extra, you need to give that to stock market too. And in the early years, you notice stock market's kind of wild. You have some good days. You have some bad days. Seems like there's always more good days than bad days. But it is kind of crazy. And your relationship with stock market grows. Now you're 30, 35, and you decide, I'm going to marry stock market. Stock market is the future after all. All you need to do is just keep providing for stock market monthly. And the trade-off is, is when you're old, you're ready to retire. When you can't work, stock markets promise to take care of you. Again, your family is so excited for you. Your friends are excited. Of course, they're all dating stock markets, brothers and sisters, cousins. Your boss is really happy. He knows as long as you're in a relationship with stock market, you're going to work a lot harder. He knows as much as anyone. Stock market needs at least 20%. And as you get a raise, you grow and you add more. And if you can even add more than 20%, your boss knows that that's really going to be a successful relationship. I got a great employee that's going to work even harder because of their relationship with stock market. And you all agree, stock market, yeah, bit wild, really needy, but stock market's what's best. Now, a few years into the relationship, you wake up one day and stock market is having an emotional meltdown. Stock market has absolutely flipped out to such a degree you can't even talk to stock market. Stock market takes off. You don't know where. Later that day, you log in and you see your, your savings has been cleaned out by stock market. Stock market's taken 30 to 40% of your savings left town. You wonder, what the heck is going on? You're upset. You mention this to your friends, your family, your coworkers, and they all say, get over it. Stock market does this every now and then. It's no big deal. This isn't going to hurt. You're still young. You wonder what the heck age has to do with it. You finally get a hold of stock market. Stock market tells you, sorry, that was a bad day. There may be a few more of those in the next few months, but I'll get over it. Things will be fine in a few years. Stock market tells you that you are the problem, not stock market. You should have known this was going to happen. You signed up for this. In the meantime, stock market still wants 20% a month and tells you because of the meltdown, because of because stock market still wants 20% per month and the meltdown, this is actually better. This is actually better right now. Things will get better. When we come back, we'll fast forward 40 years and 
talk about our relationship with stock market. Now more intel to build a better lifestyle from Dell Wamsley. If you don't pay attention to what goes on in your life, that everybody else in this world is going to take a hold of your life and they are going to twist it and turn it and mess it around until they get your life looking like what they want your life to look like. And so they're sticking their finger in your life. They're trying to change your life. Now this is on the surface a very powerful yet painful situation that's going on at all times. Now it's worse in some cases than it is in others and some of us are better at controlling it than others but it's going on for all of us this is the kind of lifestyle we live you on the other hand have to go to work that's why your your listenership hour is cut down to 10 minutes or 15 minutes at the most because you're catching this show as a break a break in between driving from here to there from lunch to no lunch to whatever it else it is that is controlling and manipulating your life and not allowing you to just sit down and have this conversation with me because that's what you really need to do. You need to sit down in some peace and quiet and think through your entire life. Just do it. Find a place and time where you can think it through, write it down, figure it out, and then start on the process of changing it. Lifestyles Unlimited's Real Estate Investor Radio Show returns in a moment. Got questions? Go to lifestylesunlimited.com. Creating the lifestyle you've always wanted. You're hearing Lifestyles Unlimited's Real Estate Investor Radio Show. Welcome back to the show. I'm Mike Harrison. I'm talking about two different relationships, a relationship with stock market versus a relationship with real estate. And I want you to think about yourself in each of these relationships. When we left off talking about an individual that essentially tied themselves to stock market because stock market comes from a good family. Stock market's what everybody does. Stock market is the way to prosperity and a golden future. And we're going to fast forward 40 years. This person's been with stock market that long. Their body's old. Their body's broken. They get to the part where they cannot work anymore. And they're looking back and they say, you know, our relationship, my relationship with stock market's been up and down. But I'm ready for stock market to do what was promised to provide. That's what the deal was. You look back and stock markets freaked out five times in 40 years and each time ran off with 20 to 40% of your income. But that's all right because that's what stock market does. That's what you've been told. And you've sold, soldiered on for 40 years. Now stock market begins to pay you back. And you look at the payment and you notice a big portion's missing. And you say, stock market, what's going on here? Where's the rest of my money? Stock market says, well, I give a big chunk of that to Sam. Who's Sam? Sam's my very close friend. Sam takes care of me. Every time I give you money, I have promised to give Sam money. In fact, the more I give you, the more I'm going to give Sam. And I realize that the deal didn't work. 
the relationship was one-sided. You tell stock market, you're not happy. Stock market says to you, look, you just didn't give me enough. I know you can't make it or you're barely getting by or you're not living the life that you thought you would, but you just didn't give me enough. This is your fault. So that's the story for the majority of Americans out there. But what if this individual, after 10 years, 15 years, 20 years of being in that toxic relationship with stock market, decided they had enough and they broke up with stock market? Well, I thought you'd never ask. So here's that story. 15 years after the crazy toxic relationship with stock market, Joe has had enough. He divorces stock market and moves on. For a while, Joe doesn't know what to do, but he ends up going out with some new friends and he goes to a seminar and he knows this this shy person that he meets. And this is real estate. Joe realizes he doesn't know much about real estate. He's heard some stories. He's heard real estate is crazy. Anyone who goes up out with real estate ends up getting burned, but it just doesn't seem like it. Real estate seems really kind of nice, different, whole different point of view, stable. Joe asked around. He said, who's had bad experiences with real estate? And no one can really pinpoint it. It's always a friend of a friend or a distant cousin or an uncle. And really you think about that person and you think, was it real estate that was crazy or was that person doing everything wrong in that relationship. Joe talks to some other people who know real estate. They say real estate is really super nice, super stable. Real estate's incredibly giving. They say that their relationship with real estate gets better every year. Against the advice from friends and family, Joe decides to date real estate. And real estate is so different than stock market. Joe finds this relationship intriguing. Soon, Joe realizes real estate's incredibly deep. There's many different levels and layers to real estate. This is all very fun and interesting for Joe. And Joe in real estate headed off, absolutely headed off. Joe spends more and more time with real estate. Early in the relationship, at some point, real estate reaches out and gives Joe $400. Joe says, What's this for? Real estate says, well, it's extra. I don't need it. Use it for whatever you need. And then the next month, real estate gives another $400 and another $400. As the relationship continues, real estate gives Joe more every year. Joe falls in love with real estate. Joe marries real estate. Every now and then, Joe would check the answer machine and see that stock market had called a couple times, but Smartly, Joe ignores those calls. Some of his friends and family ask him why is he not with stock market anymore? And he tells them, real estate's the best thing I've ever discovered in my life. In fact, Joe tells him, I wish I had met real estate earlier in my life. His friends and family think he's crazy. They think it's only a matter of time before real estate burns him. Later, Joe's boss finds out that Joe divorced stock market and is now married to real estate. 
Joe's boss is very unhappy about this. Almost jealous, it seems. The relationship with Joe's boss becomes a little dark. Joe's boss is short with him. Finally, Joe talks to his boss and says, What's going on? Why are you so upset? Joe's boss says, Look, I know you're with real estate and you're spending way too much time with real estate. Joe says, That's not true. I really don't spend any time at all with real estate. She's not near as needy as stock market. She's really been great to me. It's a big difference. Anyway, Joe continues working for a few more years, and one day real estate comes to him and says, You know, Joe, I know you're not that happy. Why don't you quit your job, and I'll take care of you. And Joe says, but but what about all that money? Real estate says, here, quit your job. Next year, I'll give you more. The next year after that, I will give you more. Every year will be better than the last. And Joe and real estate live out their days. Years later, Joe passes away. And at that time, real estate does one final act of giving. Real estate takes care of Joe's children with a giant real estate portfolio, tax-free, and promises to pay Joe's heirs and children. Now, my friends, which relationship would you rather be in? I know that metaphor was rather dramatic, kind of long, but I really want to emphasize the difference between being a stock market investor and being a real estate investor. One is frantic. One is fraught with anxiety. And one is simple. It's easy. It's a map. You follow a map. Do this, not this. You continue to invest. You continue to grow. You continue to create cash flow, the cash flow snowball, one single family property at a time, one multifamily property at a time. 11 years ago, I had one property. Today, I'm a partner in over 3,500 doors. I'm not saying that to brag. I'm saying that to show you that in a short amount of time, you can progress a real estate portfolio, a real estate relationship. You just have to start. When the student is ready to hear the message, they will hear the message. It took me, my second stock market downturn, to hear the message. Maybe not as clear at first, but it began to stimulate that change in me. The reason to do something different, to get out of the toxic relationship, to get out of a relationship that, quite frankly, is one-sided. That stock market relationship is one-sided. The market never paid me a dime. It never took my family on a vacation. It was always the promise down the road. If you do this, when you're 60, I will do this. Friends, start with small, good choices and compound them. One rent house won't retire you, but it's a start. One passive investment of $25,000 will not retire you. It's a start. Make one small, good choice for yourself. Make another choice tomorrow. Create cash flow. Compound the cash flow. Reinvest and repeat. Do something today your future self will thank you for. Now more intel to build a better lifestyle from Dell Wamsley. What if you change somebody else's life forever? I'm going to commit to put my kid through college. Now that's going to take all kinds of plans. You're going to have to know where am I going to get the money for that? Am I going to save? Am I going to you know budget myself? Am I going to live frugally? Am I going to get a better job? Am I going to go create some passive income? How am I going to get the money that there will be money there when this child becomes of college age? 
What do I need to do to have that money when it becomes necessary to have that money? You will come up with a way you will have money for that kid when they get ready to go to college, and you'll spend that fifty to $250,000 at a college giving somebody a job teaching your kid to read books. When your kid gets out of college, they'll spend $250,000 and four to six years of their life to figure out how to get a job, how to work for the rest of their life. That's what you bought them. You bought them the right to work for the rest of their lives. I guess that's really what you're thinking you're buying. It's really what you're wanting to buy. But in my brain says, why would I spend $250,000 to give my kid the right to work the rest of their life? They got the right to work the rest of their life right now. And I didn't have a college degree and I just kept growing and growing and growing. You can read and read and read your whole life. Never, ever stop learning. People believe they have to have that degree. You know, I've never once been asked for a degree for a job application. I've never once been asked to show my grades in any classes, even all the way up through the college level classes that I did take. No one ever wanted to see my grades. They wanted to know, what have you done? What can you do? What have you done? What skill sets do you master? Remember, it's not the money. It's the lifestyle. I'm Mike Harrison. Make it a great day. I'll see you next week. Thank you for listening to Lifestyles Unlimited's Real Estate Investor Radio Show. Ready for more of the map? Visit LifestylesUnlimited.com. Explore our videos and articles. Click on the radio tab to access past show podcasts. View the radio show schedule and listen to our best of radio shows. Want to continue the conversation? Follow Lifestyles Unlimited on Facebook today. We want to meet you as well. Sign up for a free workshop at Lifestyles unlimited.com until next time remember it's not the money it's the lifestyle the information and opinions you hear on the lifestyles unlimited real estate investor radio show are those of the host guests and callers and do not necessarily reflect the opinions of this station its affiliates its management or advertisers the lifestyles unlimited real estate investor radio show is for entertainment purposes only please consult a professional regarding your personal investment needs nothing presented on the lifestyles unlimited real estate investor radio show constitutes an endorsement recommendation offer or solicitation to buy or sell any product or security Nerds. Today's episode is sponsored by Nerd Wallet Smart Money Podcast. Get your head in the financial game with smart investing and budgeting tips straight from the nerds. Nerd Wallet's experts will set future you up for success with dependable, fact-based insights. No financial misinformation allowed. Learn how to save on your summer vacation, find your next credit card, or loan for a big purchase, and invest in your next index fund. Make smarter decisions in 2024. Follow Nerd Wallet Smart Money Podcast on your favorite podcast app. TuneIn is the audio platform with something for everyone. News. In order to secure convictions in a court of law, it is essential that we conclusively. Sports. That clock at four. Donchich. The step back three. You bet. Music. You set my world on fire. Yes, and even podcasts. Whatever you love, hear it right here on TuneIn. Go to TuneIn.com or download the TuneIn app to start listening. Protect your vehicle's engine with a full synthetic oil change and save with Mobile One at O'Reilly Auto Parts. Purchase five quarts of Mobile One full synthetic motor oil and receive a $10 O'Reilly gift card after rebate. See store for details. With your Mobile One purchase, you'll also receive two times points during Old Rewards Bonus Points Month at O'Reilly Auto Parts. Oh, 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 O'Reilly.